You are listening to Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast, a podcast where we believe wrestling is a buffet and there's something there for everyone. Make sure you're following us on all social media, such as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, under Two Heels and a Face. That's number two, Heels and a Face. Make sure you check out our website, twoheelsandaface.com. <laughs> era, era, two heels and a face. Thanks for listening. Oh, I screwed that one up. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode... Uh, we got a debate lined up, right? That is happening at the end uh, of this three-part episode, you could say. One guest, three parts. A debate is happening. Sting versus Lex Luger. Sometimes friends, sometimes enemies. I am going to be the advocate for Sting. Our guest, who we will introduce, is going to be the advocate for Lex Luger. Plus, Black Label Pro running in Berwyn this Saturday. The 29th, I believe. Hopefully, you're listening to this before then. Chris? Too cold to hold. <laughs> Too cold Scorpio is going to be there. And the person who we will introduce is very connected. He is Mr. BLP. Uh, but, Chris, before we kind of get into all this, these shenanigans that I've come up and the weird inner parts of my brain that make up this agenda, how you doing, man? Good to see you. I like your uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple sweatshirt you got going. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's uh, it's an old, old hoodie, you know. Just decided to to bring it back. We're we're slowly fading away. Um, at least I want to think so. We're we're fading into the the hotter days of Chicago. So, um, you know, the last few times I can wear a hoodie and not worry about going outside and being cold. At least that's what I tell myself. So, uh, happy to be here. Happy to do this. And I mean. I guess I'm very neutral in this uh, Luger Sting debate that we will see upcoming, but um, happy to talk about BLP, happy to have our guest. And it's also cool to ha- talk about a, you know, a promotion that doesn't often run out of Berwyn, right? Yeah, the Berwyn I- Eagles Club, uh, a, a venue that's dear, in, uh, dear to our hearts. So, you know, having BLP joining the, the Berwyn Eagles Club will be, will be pretty cool. Yeah, and I just want to point out that like BLP now, I feel like is a, a Mikey. Mikey is our guest. In case you haven't figured that out already, Mike, BLP Mikey. The, oh, let, the let's promoter. just you know, let, let's bring in Mikey. He's been let's waiting. In the in. Green room. We're kind of talking let's about him, and he's standing next door. So we bring him in. here. Come on in, Mikey. Hey. Hi, Mikey from BLP. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Mikey. <laughs> I'm here. Um, so what I was saying was. We've, I, I think it's, yes, I think that's where uh, what's kind of stuck out to me. And I was like, we should really have Mikey on because we never had before. You guys are how many years old now, Black Pro? Pro? Uh, we turned six in September. Look at that. I mean, I think as old as like, wh- where, where, what year did you guys start running? Was it 2018? No, 2017. 2017. Okay. So yeah. that's when this podcast started. So we're about the same age in terms of what we've been contributing or putting out there into the the independent scene. And I feel like BLP has always been kind of one where like Chris and I have wanted to do more and talk about more. Um, we started with like an overload, right? We were doing a show a week and we were going to too many shows out here. We were going to like four, like you could, there'd be like four or five, maybe in a, like at least like three or four in a month we were going to. I, we were like, I used to live, I used to live that life. I, I did it too. Yeah, you you I feel like you got some tenure on you 
in terms of like, you know, a lot of the old school stuff, probably a lot of the old indie scene. Um, this was just a couple of years for us. And that's why I think we got kind of burnt out and then the pandemic hit. And now it's, oh, yes. we slowly and that, cha- and that changed everything. The pandemic changed everything. Yeah. And if you, if you guys, you know, couldn't tell Charlie was calling me old right there, which is you see him saying <laughs> in, a, in a in a nicer way, but he's still an asshole. But so I want you to know that I did notice that. So thank you. Okay. But he, I feel like even in following, you're a good Twitter follow. Follow even in like well, I think what you tweet about. Well, you tweet a lot about Monday Night Wars WCW. That's I mean I'm thinking. no no not not particularly. I, I do occasionally. Okay. That is uh, to me that's a very overrated era the attitude era to me personally because okay. as as i said i'm 40 years old so i'm old so like 91 through 93 is like my sweet spot okay. like that's what i like to talk to or talk about like most of the time and then um i i mean i liked it but all that stuff like ages so poorly and like all those people, like with the exception of Gangrel, who's awesome, they're all like just such dumb pieces of shit now <laughs> that you want nothing to do with. Like Val Venus, like if you guys ever want to like just see what the saddest person in the world is, like add Sean Morley on Facebook, and I swear to God, you'll just be so depressed because oh, no. he's such an ignorant piece of shit. So whatever. <laughs> I feel like we got some stories. Uh, on a positive light though, you had Gangrel. <laughs> Right. Uh, oh, Gangrel. Gangrel's been a BLP a few times, and he mm-hmm. actually uh, cannot say when, but he does have another date this year. So, cool, uh, nice. Yeah, we love we love Gangrel, and D'Lo Brown too. I can't forget about D'Lo. Yeah, and so yeah, what what I was basically trying to say is like oh, at first we were just overwhelmed, couldn't really. We maybe could have fit BLP into like talking about you guys more, but I think we would have driven ourselves insane in terms of like, of course, of course, what we were trying. I, I we, think were, we, we, we were last place. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just no, it's great. we went out to the first the, the first show was the the tournament. We like, did. You guys opened up yeah, for that tournament. I, I, hey, thank you, thank you for the support. I appreciate it. Yeah, we we talked about it. it. We made the drive out there, and uh, it was, it was pretty fun. It was both days back to back, I believe. That's true. That's and the other day I was like looking at results because like it's like my memory is so terrible. Like I forgot about like so much stuff that has happened in BLP. I'm like, what? That match happened here? And it's like I wrote it, like, but I don't remember a lot of the stuff. And on that very first show, which was like September, I think it was September twenty second or twenty third of. 2017 was GPA was on that first show. And for okay. some reason I have no memory of it. And I actually like him. Like, I think he's good. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. why have I just not used him in six years? Cause I genuinely think he's very talented and stuff like that. So that was actually a thought I had today. So um, yeah, he got married. Congratulations. Yes. Yes. Congrats. Delaney and GPA. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and Delaney too. Sorry. Yeah, of course. Has it been like kind of how have these six years been? Has it been kind of a blur or there is? It, oh, it, it, definitely, definitely. Because okay. like there's it's like a roller coaster trying to to okay. operate a promotion because you, you know, you have like events that you think are great and then you have events that you don't think are as great. And then like, you know, the pandemic uh oh, it like yeah. changed things because we, we we had to start doing things a little differently to try 
you know, staying afloat with all that stuff. And then we got into, you know, switching to fight was like a big game changer. Okay. And, um, yeah, it just, it's just, you know, you got, you kind of got to roll with the punches on it. Like there, there's, you know, there's people that like, there's people in wrestling that, you know, you think are the greatest people. And then, you know, you find out they're not, which sucks, but then there's people that you kind of don't know and then you get to know them and then they're amazing. So like, you never know. That's cool. It seems like it's a double edged sword in that oh, way. It, it absolutely is, but it, you know, like it's worth it. Like the ride is worth it for sure. That, and that's kind of what I uh, wanted to ask was um, why, why it's, it's, it seems super tough to run an indie promotion where it's like, you're, you know, obviously like margins are thin and stuff, but you're doing it because you love it. But like, of course, what, of course. Why start BLP? What was running through your mind of like, I want to put myself in this situation? There's two things. Okay. okay. And I, and I talk about them all the time. Number one was I loved AAW and they wouldn't book Dasher Hatfield. And I thought that was crazy okay. because I, I think he's so fantastic. And I was like, why won't they book Dasher Hatfield? That's kind of odd. And then I was like, oh, well, I did because th- I did this before, like in like 2007, I had a couple of shows and I was like, oh, oh really? yeah. So it's called Fight Sports Midwest. Like they were like big super shows and okay. they're like, they're fun. But like, um, so I stopped doing that then because my mom got sick and I was like really young too. I was like 22. So like now then I was like, you know what? I could do this. Let me try. And then I just got the ball rolling and like, I knew Tom Lawler. So I was like, Hey Tom, you know, let's, let's do this. And, uh, we just, we just kind of started going. Um, okay. and, and it, it kind of picked up steam pretty quick. Yeah. I feel like you guys have done so much and Tom's kind of been like your rock, right? I feel like he's, Oh yeah. He's he, Mr. He BLP, is, kind of. he's, he's the A's on Mr. BLP. Fuck you. <laughs> no, like, uh, and, and Tom, if you're listening to this, I'm going to kick your ass soon. We, we still have our backyard fight. We're eventually going to have, um, okay. but yes, like, uh, yeah, he's for sure the rock of BLP. Like he's, he's been there from the beginning uh just always a pleasure to have around he helps people in the locker room he's just he's the best and i I gotta ask where does the name blp come from black label pro black label is like top shelf like that's how i looked at it it was like and it's funny because when i first started like when we first started planning this like my wife jessica and i like we started planning this thing like i kind of saw it as like a different like black label. I was like, Oh, I'm going to have like, you know, ring of honor type, like great matches. And you know, it's going to be serious. But then like, as I was putting the shows together, I was like, that's not me at all. I like to do fucking crazy shit. So so instead, like, you know, I found Manny Fernandez, like I found him on Facebook and we brought him in like real early. And then I, and then I found, uh, it was, I called him Quebec or Pierre at the time, but who became PCO yeah. and uh, you know, he was PCO. Like he, he did a, a match for us and Joey Janela was there and like Joey will even tell everyone like, that's where he saw him. And he like, he called Brett Lauderdale and said like, Hey, we need to get this guy on spring break to wrestle Walter. So it's like, it all started nice. like in December of, 
2017 like in crown point it's crazy how like many the, how many uh facebook friends do you have that are wrestlers that have been in like wwe it seems like facebook has been a recruiting tool for you uh yeah well i mean you'd be surprised like how many people are on there and then also okay. like i said i do like i well i didn't say it on on air but like i do yeah. like signings and stuff oh, right. uh, you know for autographs and uh so like you know, you find a lot of people that way too. Like, and then like me, I just love old wrestling, you know, so much. So I like found like Wendell Cooley, like an old, like Southern wrestler. And like, I forgot to even talk to him about, like, talk to him about autographs. Cause I was just like, Hey, what, so what was it like working with blah, blah, blah. And like, I just get all excited <laughs> about that because, and, and like, I can't bring these people into BLP cause like no one knows who they are. Like it's, it's yeah. hard to, and it, and the then first also, time that I heard, um, the name Marco Stunt was yes. at BLP. Yes, yes. We did like a – because like I've always been good friends with Brian Alvarez, like a F4W. Okay. And so he did stuff with my old company too, like my, my Fight Sports Midwest. He did stuff with Larry Sweeney, uh, who's fantastic. And uh, so then we kind of like wanted to bring Brian back for something. And he just loved Marco because Marco was so small. And, mm -hmm. you know, and he's Marco's a great friend of mine still to this day. He's, you know, having some injuries and stuff right now, but like just the best guy, good guy. I remember uh, in, in reminiscing on the darkest timeline championship, that yes. was like that card was an amalgamation of things. It had like current indie plus you brought in, you brought in old, uh, older guys from the start, right? There was the guy that had, hey, he wore like white and he had slick Mordecai. Mordecai, yeah, yeah. I actually, it's Kevin Furtig. Uh, like we ran an event at Squared Circle Expo, uh, like last, oh. like it was, it was like the ninth or the seventh, I think it was, uh, of this month, and like, and then like I was doing all my autograph stuff, so like I was just going around the convention, and like I looked up and we saw each other, and he was like, "Hey, man!" And we like caught up for like a half hour. He's the best guy. He's he's like a really successful like real estate agent because oh, like wow. he has like a really good personality too. Like so he's like the kind of guy you want to buy a house from, you know. And he also was like a fucking vampire at one point, like you know, <laughs> in ECW. So like he's he's awesome. It was a little. I remember Chris and I going to that show, and we just had and looking at the card. And not knowing what it was going to be, it was like uh, it was a toss up of expectations. I think we had a really good oh, yeah. time, but yeah, I think you, Ernest like the you said, Miller was there too. Yeah, Ernest Miller. That was the, <laughs> yeah the first of two times I have used Ernest the Cat Miller. Uh, like people like because like I have these relationships with these old wrestlers because of the autograph stuff. So people are like, oh, I tried getting them, man. They won't work, and I'll just like. Hey man, do you want to come here to Crown Point, Indiana? And they're like, yeah, let's go. Like, let's do it. And then you just you just get them a plane ticket, and then they show up. Like that's it. And yeah, Ernest Miller, he he did something I think with Ethan Page. But like the, when we did like the joint GCW show, uh, he wrestled okay. Janella, and like they they tore it up too. That's he awesome. Joey. I love that. I feel like that your personality shines through. And, and just what you want to do. And that's kind of cool. Cause like, that's, and that's kind of cool about, and you know, you know, the people will like it too, or there's like a niche of people who will like it. Like, yeah. Who else brings in? And that makes you different. Who else brings in Ernest Kent Miller? Obviously, like you said, no one. So it's kind of cool that you're able to like, you can tell your creative spin is on it. I'm sure that's pretty fulfilling as well. Well, yeah. Like I, I love old wrestling. Like we have mm -hmm. like a, a show upcoming 
in Crown Point, like in June, called Fancy Wrestling. We did it last year. This is Fancy Wrestling. Oh, right. right. Yes. And it's where I wore a tuxedo. I'm going to get one again this year. Uh, and it's like literally like because in the olden days, they people would dress up for these shows. So like we, you know, we just tried like we're just trying to do something different, like a different kind of wrestling, like a different style. Yeah. So it's it's all, you know, it's it's all uh, a learning curve still, still trying to figure it all out. But you know, <laughs> I'll keep going. How has Tyler? How Tyler's been a huge help? I think or no? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, this was your chance yeah. to say no. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. trying to set you up, but to, to no, him, no, but, yeah. I'll, I, no. I'll be nice. I'll be nice. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, so, <clears throat> what ahead. takes BLP to Berwyn? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I've always loved that building. Like I thought it was okay. awesome, and Same. I used to go to Sh- I used to go to Shimmer a lot, and mm-hmm. um, like there was like the match I called the child abuse match. And it was like Jack Swagger against like uh, Michael Elgin was in Berwyn. Like, and it was like the funniest size difference in the history of time. Like it was (laughs) like, I swear to you, like Elgin could have like stood straight up and licked Jack Swagger's belly button. Like it was that, (laughs) it was that much of a size difference. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen, but that was like another iconic Berwyn thing. But like, I've always wanted to run there and it's like, you know, a lot of people like in crown, like people since the pandemic, like I felt like people don't want to drive to crown point sometimes. So I'm like, you know what? We're going to try. And if we're going to try in like the Chicago area, I want to do it at the building. I want to do it at the one I love. So, so I called them up and they're like, Hey, we've wanted you guys for a while, which we had, we had heard from them before. So, uh, so I was like, all right, yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's get in there and see how, see how it goes. And and, and tickets are moving great. Like I'm, you know, very pleased with that. Um, I, I, I expect a decent walk up too. So, um, cause I, I remember when I used to help with other shows before, like almost every Berwyn show had a walk up. Cause that's just like, you know, mm-hmm. people, de- people decide day of. Yeah. We, we, and we'd be remiss. Right. So the Berwyn Eagles club, the 2 PM start April 29th. Yes. 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 And, and the people, if you're nervous about going to impact at impact is like running in Cicero, which that was okay. one of the reasons why I chose Berwyn. Because it's like ten minutes away, it's maybe next door, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah like oh, so. So, so you could go. Like we'll be done by roughly, you know, five ish or something like that. There's eleven matches, which is, you know, that's that's the BLP style. But like, <laughs> you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be, you know, go 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 the whole time. It's gonna be awesome and like, um, yeah, and people will like be able to make it over to Cicero like. You know, like if doors open at six or whatever, people are going to be able to make it over there in 10 minutes. You know, they'll be there by 530. Yeah. BLPBerwin.com. Yes, that's where you get tickets. Please get tickets. Uh, Come meet Too Cold Scorpio. I got a bunch of cool pictures for him to sign. And um, I have pictures of myself that I'm going to get for myself, like to get signed too. So it's all, you know, it's all good. And the state of the state of BLP right now, are you guys just fo- you're just focused on putting on good shows, being different, anything like there's are there any other plans besides like fancy wrestling, like you said, or anything else? Well, yeah, like it's yes, I'm just I'm just trying I'm just trying to put on the best shows, but I'm also like, 
you know, there's a shift in talent too. Like, okay. you know, there's contracts are coming for, you know, a bunch of people. So, you, you know, you, you got to build people The you know, Isaiah Moore, twist and flip, Rachel Armstrong, all of them, like, you know, they're all, they're all like hungry, hungry talent right now. Okay, cool. Well, that's a great transition to get yes, into yes. the card. So, um, yes. Chris, I think you put it on the screen. Chris oh, there we go. Home. I'm already I'm here. Going to... we, we, we are missing a match. The okay. match uh, we, we will start with that match that we are missing because I just added it today. It is Brogan Finley against Matt Brannigan. So it is. Uh, Sounds very Irish. It's, it's Hog versus Brog. Uh, that's, <laughs> okay. that's, what, that's what I call it. Um, it's a one on one match. Um, and uh yeah because i had to switch things around because there's injuries that we we're dealing with uh certain people so like you know we switched things around and i think like i saw uh matt brannigan have, have a singles at our squared circle expo show and like i was like oh he can go man he can go a little okay. little little run in right there yeah <laughs> so uh i'm gonna list off some other ones some other matches that sure. i know of uh, or yeah, or we could. Oh, we could. It's all good. We we could, we could. Let's 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 start from let's start from the bottom right. I'm gonna do this. Okay. Okay. Go for uh, it. Uh, Shazza McKenzie versus Lee Moriarty. This is a match that they both wanted. They've been asking for this for like a better part of a year. Okay. Uh, so it's just like you know when I I found as a promoter when two people ask for a match that you know, you're going to get better results because they both want it. So, and it's like, also they always say like, you know, styles make matches and that that's, that's what's going on with this. It's like, they, they like kind of have different styles, but like, I think it's going to mesh really well. And I'm, I'm very excited for that. Yeah, no, it's cool to take it. I think you take it. I don't know if Shaza has moved here or not, but yes, yes, she okay. she uh tweets about it about four times a day. Uh, she lives okay. in the St. Louis area, and okay, she's yes. and she's available for bookings, so everyone should book uh Shaza McKenzie, absolutely. And it's cool. I know Lee is a, a bit BLP faithful for sure, but I and yes, ever I haven't, I don't think a ton of it independents are using him at this time so i feel like that's one who well i mean because he's under aew contract exactly so. exactly so, so this is like a really yes 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 certain yes certain talents are only allowed to work certain places so you know luckily we have you know a, a good relationship with those guys uh so it all it all works out with the aew stuff usually yeah it's cool that uh, he's chosen to to kind of like make BLP an exception to the. Oh, of course. Certain, I mean, yeah, yeah. he's he, a, a great a great human being, like, uh, and, yeah. and such a fantastic wrestler. Like, you know, he is he's just like, if he's someone you just want in the locker room, like for sure, just an awesome guy. Awesome. I see the Bang Bros have our opportunity to actually wrestle to Cold Cold Scorpio, so that's really yes, cool yes. Uh, well, it's. Like, um, we, we kind of joke about it, uh, Trevor as well. Um, the Bang Bros and Jordan Oliver teamed when we were in Nashville uh, for our Nashville event at StarCast. So, okay. uh, and they went up against, uh, it was like Speedball and 
maybe Cole, but like, I know crash Jackson, uh, hit Trevor in that match and they are also going to have a match on the show, which is, you know, which is fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is like, to me, uh, Scorpio will have Trey Lamar and Isaiah Moore who are both like up and coming, you know, flyers. And like, I feel like teaming with him, they could learn so much. Uh, Jordan is like the top of his game right now. Like there's not many people better than him right now. And then when it comes to teams, I mean, who's better than the bang bros right now? I don't, I don't see anyone better than them. So, so I just think that this, this is a potential show stealer for sure. I think the bang bros are kind of doing their, this is almost like their belt collector window where everyone's like, yes, these are our guys. Let's make them the champs. And like, they deserve it and have earned it. So, oh, I feel yeah. like they, they, you know, they got titles with you and free like, and I feel like they could really insert themselves into any promotion. Oh, for thing. sure. Uh, for Dan, sure. the Dan, the dad who won our parody bracket, the buffet bracket, because wrestling is a buffet. That's our, our, our gimmick. Um, and our slogan, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, Dan Dad was voted the best comedy wrestler for this year's buffet bracket against oh, Steph Delander, who I don't really know. Steph Delander has been doing a lot lately with Matt Cardona. She uh, mm, is known okay. as his is as his heater. She's been helping him like around like you know AIW and GCW and all that stuff. Like, but like I have known her for years. She was in WWE as Persia. Parada, I think, or Persia Parada. Um, but ever okay. since she left there, you know, she's back. She's back home at BLP, and uh, she tweeted out that she wanted to match with Dan, uh, with Dan because she, in that quote, has daddy issues. So, <laughs> so I look forward to this match. It's going to be great. Uh, what are you? I'm assuming you have a high opinion on Dan and Dad as well. Then, just as oh a- yeah, like. Yes, I will. Um, I think he's one of the best people in wrestling. We get along great. He's also uh, him and and Kevin Koo have have along with Tom have been there since the beginning. Right. So so yeah, I have I have a a lot of love for Dan the Dad. Uh, sometimes when I need someone to get their ass kicked, uh, I very much miss Danny Adams. But hey, we have Trevor okay. Outlaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's uh, yeah? We might skip his match later, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alec Price versus Cole Radrick. I'm not sure who yeah. Alec Price is. It looks like he's wearing a hockey jersey. Oh, Alec Price. Uh, that like I feel bad for you that you don't know who Alec Price is. <laughs> he is like, in a year, he'll probably be like one of the biggest wrestlers. Like, anywhere. really, he's fantastic. This wow. is a number one contenders match. Uh, winner is going to get a title shot uh, against uh, the winner of of Billy Starks and Sky Blue. Uh, so we will see okay. how that pans out. Um, and speaking of, you are also panning out on this photo. <laughs> so there you go. Um, let's go with uh, 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 Shigehiro Irie against 
uh josh yeah. bishop i feel like we're playing jeopardy and you're just kind of so just keep going you're yes on a roll. yes okay just picking uh, what you want hey i know i'm just going yeah, <laughs> no uh, i love it i love it uh bishop is like the best big man there is in wrestling i you know the fact that he does not have a contract somewhere is like fantastic for me but it's a fucking crime because he's okay. so good no one has the intensity he has he's just exciting He'll do anything like he's great in the locker room. He's hilarious. Like this guy could do anything. And Erie is obviously world-class world travel. Yeah. He's fantastic. I, I very much like this is a big boy match and I I look forward to it very much. Um, uh, Billy and sky is for the BLP uh, championship. Uh, Billy Starks, who is an asshole, uh she is she is mean she is mean to all the children at blp she is mean to all the fans that believed in her at blp she uh she told them all uh you know she had everyone convinced that she was a good person that she was nice and then you know one day she was wrestling rachel ellering pretended like she hurt her neck rachel went to check on her and she screwed her over and screwed all the fans over she's been cheating and winning ever since and like we just can't stand that that damn Billy Starks. I didn't shit. know she was so dastardly. I thought she was like an innocent kid. And, oh yeah. You know. See, yeah, yeah. You think that you think that <laughs> we got full. But yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But when, when she, uh, when she turned on the fans, you know, she was a 17 year old, you know, teenager, female teen. Like how, how nice are teenage girls? They're all mean to each other. And <laughs> now we, you know, like, she just mean everyone though. She yells at me all the time. And Sky, Sky is very kind, uh, a nice person, wholesome. You know, she she's she's gonna win the title for the fans. That's what she, that's what she's been telling everyone. She's gonna win the title for the fans. So it's it's literally good versus evil in this because yeah. Billy Starks is evil, literally, and Sky Blue is like a blue sky of hope for all the blp fans so oh that was nicely put and another i feel like another one who i think is signed with AEW, but it's nice that she comes to visit you know yes of course of course yeah that's cool um crash jackson against trevor outlaw see trevor kept yeah let's talk about this guy yeah he kept complaining okay that hey i want a singles match i could fight anyone (laughs) Well, Crash Jackson is a bad motherfucker who doesn't like Trevor, and he punched him in Nashville. So Trevor knows what he's getting into with this guy. But, you know, he still wants to fight him, but I do not have high hopes for Mr. Outlaw. He's wanted, He's done. Crash Jackson has done what I feel like everyone kind of thinks about doing from time to time, and that's given one right to Trevor Outlaw's suck hole, as he calls it, right? Yes, yes, right in the kisser, right in the mm-hmm. bread basket. <laughs> uh, Sandra Moon, I think, was recently on Pro Wrestling Enforcer podcast, I believe. I feel like that's a name that's been popping up a lot more recently around here. With the, the podcast? Uh, she was. I think she was on Pro Wrestling Enforcer, I want to say, unless I'm really just completely is that like a U- is that like a YouTube show or is that like a is that another it's, podcast? It's another podcast local to oh Chicago. yeah a, yeah big fan big fan um, okay. <laughs> yes uh, um yeah that's great that she was on there uh yeah she 
is from Vegas. She's very talented. Uh, we we've been kind of like bouncing back and forth with trying to like line up dates uh, to get, you know, just like that. We're trying to get the top talent into BLP. That's the thing. Cause we like, to me, it's, you could see the same old people all the time, or you could, you could kind of try rotating people in and see what they could do sure. and see like how the fans love them. Like, uh, like, uh, freelance, I will give them, uh, props. They, they kind of took a chance on Brian Keith with, you know, flying a minute, stuff like that. And, Definitely. and he, and he is, he's beloved and he's fan. He's a great wrestler. Great guy. Uh, he, he actually, uh, cause he's a cowboy. He actually wrestled the cowboy James storm, uh, at our Nashville show because I'm a lunatic and I made sure that that happened. Um, uh, <laughs> and, uh, Rachel Armstrong, you guys probably haven't seen her. She is fantastic. Okay. Um, she wrestled uh, Sue Young for us uh, at the beginning of the month in Indianapolis at Square Circle Expo. She's just she's all heart. She's so good, uh, and I I genuinely think uh, these ladies are going to have such a fantastic match. Yeah, looking forward to that for sure. Because yeah, I just have heard I th- heard really just good things about Sandra Moon, honestly. So it'll yes, be cool to yes. see more get see more of her. Um, and then uh, Frank the Clown has snuck his way onto this card. Has he? I can see him lurking in that corner. No, he showed up at the end of the Rumble. Okay. Okay. And, and him and and Alice Crowley, and and Levi, yeah. they're all they're all connected now. And Levi, who was this? He was a sweet Amish boy. I'm telling you, another sweet he, Amish boy here and corrupted. Yeah, yeah and they With Frank the Clown. Frank corrupted him. And I went up to Levi and I was like, hey, man, why are you acting like this? And he, you know what he said to me? He said, get out of my face, you jerk. And I was like, hey, <laughs> I, I did not like that. And the Amish was, are supposed to be nice. Yes, yes. And I was like, and I thought he was going to swear at me, but you know, he is still Amish, so he didn't. And I was like, hey, you you need to, to stop. You're, you're acting like a real ass. And you know what he said? He said, not in front of the lady, because Alice was there, too, because she's also an ass now, too, with Frank. So just watch out for those those people. He's got a weird, like, honestly, if you look at the people that he has managed or, like, manipulated or tried to form into a faction just within the Midwest, I feel like there's no bounds. It could be, and, and li- pull out your list of characters of, of people, and Frank, I feel like, can find a way to, like, convince that that person to try and do and like turn to the dark side. Like it's really weird. Well, well, if, well, well, Charlie, if I could be Frank, I think he's a real jerk. (laughs) (laughs) You could, you could be Frank. You're Mr. BLP. I'm I'm telling you, I just don't like the guy. Okay. No, that's fair. Yes. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens And this. And, and he turned on, on Calvin. Okay. They were friends and he's beat up Calvin twice now. So this is no DQ. Calvin wants a piece of his ass, and we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens in this no disqualification match this Saturday afternoon in Berwyn, Illinois, at the Berwyn Eagles Club, guys. That's right. You just – are you – do you need to take a breath? I think you just kind of – you plowed through that card with pace, but it was was, – very good job, Mikey. You sold me. Thank you. 
Everyone, buy tickets. This is a fantastic card. And there's one other match that we have not announced yet. It we is. We don't know what it is yet. Exactly. There you go. Wrestle, wrestling is a buffet. Yes. Um, there is is a lot of a lot of different stuff on here. I mean, pick your pick your uh, pick your poison. poison. There's there's a lot of cool stuff. A lot of big personalities on this card for sure. All right. Um, if and are, Mikey, and are, are, are we going to talk about like a quiet personality soon when you're talking about Sting? <laughs> quiet <laughs> already. Your man is very loud. Um, yeah. Mikey, what is like before we get into that? What sure. what is? Give me your dream. Give me your like. I I know you probably have a bunch of these, but you're, like, who is your golden goose in terms of like? Oh, I really want to just bring this person in and put him against this person because I my I have just the, the wackiest idea. Like, what is that? What are some things you're chasing? Like, some wrestlers you're chasing? Well, obviously, like Monty Brown. Um, okay. You know, I want the alpha male, of course. Like he's and he's one that I actively try to get. Uh, Two Cold Scorpio was one that, like, I, you know, it was kind of years in making. We did, like, the GCW joint show, but, like, that doesn't count. Like, I I wanted him on, like, a BLP solo show. There's a lot of the old school wrestlers that still do stuff that I'm not going to say their names right now because I've, like, just found on Facebook. That they still do matches, like, on these, like, on these, like, little shindies and like i want to take advantage of that and i will and if i and if i say it here you know you guys yeah. have mil- you guys have millions of viewers so millions. Like, what what will happen is like someone else some other son of a bitch will will hear me and they'll be like hey i'm gonna steal that first and they're gonna take it from me and i don't like that I so. feel like you you got a future. You got like some sleeper cells, some sleeper tricks that you're going to you you no, already I'm about, sleep, I'm about I'm about sleeping right now because <laughs> it's the middle of the night for me. Well, I hope you're not too tired because Oh no, we're, we're about to we're about to we're up. Yeah. Throw down. yeah. Yes, we are throwing down. I'm about to hit I'm about to hit you with a steel forearm right in the fucking face. Oh yeah. <laughs> steel forearm. Yeah, all that's really only Lex Alexa's one in-ring move, right? It was probably just lariats, lariats, lariats. <laughs> okay, so for the listeners, um there you go. <laughs> Wait, we need we need maybe the BLP. I mean, like I can't even <laughs> I can't even look at that picture without being like because it's like oh yeah so uh sting is my favorite wrestler i think if you listen to this podcast you you've known that i think i've been very honest about in the past about sting what he what he's what he thrives at what he doesn't thrive at no wrestler is perfect but i'm a huge mark for sting mikey tweets a lot of sting slander um it's it's more It's more Bret Hart. Like, okay. it's more Bret Hart. It's just, like, it's not my fault that, like, Sting tries to be Bret Hart. But, okay. <laughs> just, you know that you turn the other way on the Scorpion Deathlock, right? I'm sorry? You turn the other way on the Scorpion Deathlock. Oh, it's better. It's better. The Sharpshooter oh, okay. is a, a trash move. You, you can find common ground there. But, um... Who's the better wrestler, Singer Lex Luger? I'm representing Sting. Mikey's representing Lex Luger. Um, this idea came from yeah conversations, just following Mikey and conversations with Tyler. I think 
and we're like, let's, let's. so there is a in format. my defense. Yes, like I learned this format when I got on here, guys. So like I am sure. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. I'm sure that young Charles has all this research, <laughs> and I'm just gonna be shooting from the hip about sexy Lexi, and I'm just gonna, okay. I'm gonna whip him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Right, so according to, to the, the, the format here, um, you know, it'll be a minute each. Like you, you'll you'll state your your case for why Luger or Sting is the best wrestler. Um, I will time it. I will give you know. I'll time the one minute and then let you know when your time's up. Wait, wait, wait. Um, no, that's it. Says it's the first is Mikey gives an opening statement, right? That's the first yes. minute. Yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I guess. To, okay, so following the agenda, I might have been too together. structured. I might it's, have made it too it's, structured. It's it's one hundred percent like yeah. Let, let's I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. All right. So uh, all right, Mikey, I'll give you the floor, and you open up. Uh, you know, with your opening statement about Wyatt Luger. Is Ladies and gentlemen of the wrestling jury, <laughs> you, I'm here to talk about Lex Luger. Okay, the man that came in with almost no experience. He had minimal training and he became a horseman like right away. And, and he was learning. He learned from Ric Flair. He learned from the best wrestlers. And by 1989, Lex Luger was the greatest wrestler in the world. By 1989, he had such fantastic <laughs> matches then. And then he evolved. He kept evolving. He always looked great. He never got fat and pale. Like certain other wrestlers we're talking about. Uh, he always looked fantastic. From beginning to end, and you know, I, I don't even need any more time. Go ahead, go ahead. That's that's my opening statement about Lex Luger, the total package. I felt like I right, could rebuttal some things in there. Ten, ten seconds the remaining here. <laughs> oh, go also, ahead, also, I don't remember Sting ever slamming Yokozuna. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to rebuttal some of those things. Uh, let me opening statement, Charlie. Go ahead. Great. Ladies and gentlemen, the icon, the franchise, the man called Sting. He not only is better than Lex Luger in really every category that there is, but he has won more championships. He's a six-time WCW champion. He is oozing charisma. He is versatile. He's charismatic. He's a great promo. Maybe the best look. He sold an entire pay-per-view. Just not only he didn't even have to do matches. All he did was appearances, and all he did was stalk Hogan, and that sold uh, a pay per view. He is a presence, and he's a better wrestler than Lex Luger. I'm here to prove that today. Great. That's all I got. <laughs> Less than a minute, both of you. So, it's, all right. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and start talking about the best qualities of Lex Luger. Okay. Okay. All right. The year Two was nice. The, the year the year was 1993 okay america was struggling as a country <laughs> i know what uh, you're gonna say <laughs> all right uh and what happened was uh uh the narcissist lex luger he was he was very uh depressed because he, he had had a a draw with tatanka at the king of the ring and he's like you know what? i'm better than that i am better than that so so what happened while he was sitting there and he turned on the TV and he saw 
that that Yokozuna was standing there for some reason he had a closed circuit at his house because he's rich you know and he saw that Lex Luger was standing there in the or that Yokozuna I apologize was standing in the ring and all these weak Americans couldn't lift him up and he's like you know what I need to get there and he walked outside and he lived in New York City at the time of course and he saw it said uh helicopter tours so he he walked in there into a helicopter and he put five thousand dollars in cash down on the helicopter and 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 he said hey take me to the USS Intrepid and so he went there slammed Yokozuna because I don't know if you knew this but Japan was about to attack the United States until Lex Luger slammed him <laughs> and 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 backed them off. So then, uh, apparently, Mr. Fuji paid off the referee at SummerSlam 93, so that's why they didn't win. Oh, Corn- Cornette was involved, oh, too. Oh, my gosh. Yes, so... Oh, uh, my gosh. But then, you also, you also got to understand, like, everyone says, oh, Sting and Hogan, blah, blah, blah. When Lex Luger beat Hulk Hogan with a torture rack, it was the greatest moment in the history of WCW. But the Randy Anderson, when he realizes, when he realizes that Lex or that Hulk Hogan quit, he went like this. And then like, and then he called for the bell. The crowd pop was way bigger than Starcade. You know why? Because Sting got pinned cleanly before Bret Hart came. That wasn't his fault. That wasn't Sting's fault. Time's up. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I get, I cut you off there a couple seconds, Mikey. Yeah, oh yeah, like uh, that 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 wasn't very fair. All, all all I know is if if I watch that tape, and I and I watch it one two three, that match is over. Okay. Can I have a rebuttal now? Thirty sure. seconds. Thirty seconds. Look, Sting got Hogan politics in that match. Okay, and the count by Nick Patrick was awful. The the finish is not Sting's. The finish of Starcade was not Sting's bag. It could have been a way, all it needed to be was a baby face finish, and Sting goes over. That's not necessarily a knock on Sting. That's a knock on the booking. That's a knock on the Hogan politics there. So I blame well, Bischoff for that. It's my rebuttal. Sorry, excuse me. And also, if you look at the if you look at the slam, the Lex Express slam, Yokozuna jumps into his arms, and they. They just try to make him Hogan again, basically. Oh, so so time doesn't mean anything. And you and, and, you, and you, you you said that that wasn't Sting's bag. Well, Sting had two bags like in his chest uh, during that because he was so round when he showed up at that Starcade match. He was so out of shape. I'm yeah. Well, let's not hey, let's not go down the drug route. Let's not go down the drug route. I, I didn't say anything about. I, I didn't. I didn't say anything about drugs. I we don't want to go down that. We don't want to go down that route. <laughs> I just people, said people end shape. up getting hurt. People end up getting hurt the Lex drug yeah. route, don't they? Miss Elizabeth. Oh, oh, hang hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> First off, that's out of line. Uh, Chris, can you do something about that? Right. Can you take a point well, away? <laughs> Here we go. We're gonna give Charlie two minutes to uh, explain the best qualities of Sting. Okay. Look, Sting doesn't need to be. Sting has never needed to be the next Hulk Hogan. That's what they tried to do with Lex. It was or Hulk Hogan slammed Andre. So that's why they tried to force feed Lex down everyone's throat and they had him slam Yoko. It was like rinse and repeat. This is the new Mr. America, et cetera, et cetera. Sting has always been his own person. He has been a uniquely standout character before he was surfer Sting. And talk about working with Flair, that the mat, the 88 Clash of Champions draw that went really long, put 
uh, flair and staying on the map in terms of ratings. Um, he has reinvented himself multiple times, Sting. Like I said, there's the championships alone. He's won a title off of Luger as well. Um, so he's he's worked with everyone. He even worked with people in a TNA phase, which I didn't even really watch. So like longevity. I mean, the man has been doing it for years. The man is still doing it. He doesn't need, he is unique and he is his own person. Multiple shades of different personalities. So, and if we want to get into the drugs, yes, he's had his drug issues, et cetera. But so has Lex. And, uh, you know, we don't need to go down that route. But Sting is his own man. And he is a longevity workhorse. He's built his own resume. And he hasn't necessarily tried to be, you know, the new reincarnation of Hulk Hogan. So that's all I got to say. All right. Well, you have time to spare, but uh, Mikey, we'll give you 30 seconds for our rebuttal. Okay. Yes. First off, uh, this is not included in the 30 seconds. Please stop this. I'm talking about something else. Because <laughs> uh, this is in support of Sting, actually. Okay. Uh, Sting's okay. prime was in TNA. So, so like, you know, you are, if you're such a Sting fan, which apparently you're not fraud, uh, I, I think that you are robbing yourself of, of really good Sting matches because that's like the best stuff that he had. Um, that's fair. But, fair, fair. but um, okay, my Sting rebuttal starting now. Okay, uh, little known fact. Um, uh, I actually found surveillance footage of uh, Sting went over to uh, – um, the Luger house. Uh, and it was actually him behind the death of miss Elizabeth. Uh, no, okay. I saw, I saw Release footage. the tapes, Mikey. I, Release I, 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 I can't, <laughs> I can't, I, I sold them to uh national inquirer. They wanted to get rid of the tapes. Uh, but yeah, like Lexus is better. Like look at his body. <laughs> what do you can do with his pecs? Who did sting ever torture wreck? That's he's Sting has way cool. Sting has got cool finishing moves. I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you that torture rack, you cool finishing move. Lex didn't have Lex. What he just All right, was you know, like, clotheslines on a torture rack. What else? Did, what else did he do in that? Well, you know the burning hammer. Like the only reason that move exists is because people tried the torture rack, but they weren't strong enough. Like Lex, they, so they fell over. Enough. So they fell over, and that's how it was invented. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Okay. It's, it's I, I, I think we can maybe maybe we each do like a closing statement then because I feel like the the second part of this is very we've already kind of yes, gone into yes. a rant. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, For that, he, you get a minute each. So go ahead, Mikey. I, no, it, it says he goes first. You can go first. I feel like I've been winning this, so you know I'll let you go. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Sting was a franchise player in only WCW. Lex was a franchise player in TNA. Bo and no, no, Lex was never in TNA. No, Sting know? was. Sting was. Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay. How like so let's start my minute now. Yes. Because he uh, interrupted me. All right. right. <laughs> no, but but Lex Luger went to the WWF and became a top guy there. He uh he fought against corporate greed because I don't know if you knew this, but Lex Luger is like a giant, you know, liberal human being because when the corporation, the million dollar corporation tried, you know, 
tried convincing me. Like, still, I hate Tatanka to this day because he convinced me <laughs> that Lex Luger sold out. And I believed it. And, like, so t- still to this day, I will motherfuck him in person. I'm calling you out, Chris, Chris Chavis. But, like... He knows all their names. <laughs> no, but, but, like, with Lex, it's, like... All of his matches were exciting too. And like Sting was also exciting. Like I hate Bret Hart. I don't hate Sting. But like Lex just had like a different like a different style of match all the time. And he evolved. Like his character evolved in, in WCW. Like the later years, so everyone calls him the bad years. He was great then too. He was had, that when like, he was wearing he, the black jeans only? Uh yeah, yeah, that he was in the wolf pack and he had a, okay. a goatee for some reason. But then he like when he was the just a total package, he had like kind of like that suit on too and just always he always changed things up and like he was always exciting and now here's the most important thing the most fan friendly person in the world sting charges 80 dollars for a fucking autograph and lex luger charges like maybe 30 or 40 bucks and he'll sit and have a conversation and he'll write anything you want and he'll talk to you and you could tell him stories and he'll talk to you sting sting's gonna have you take a quick picture not write anything and just stare at you because you know because he doesn't like he's not about the fans <laughs> lex luger is about you I'm fans <laughs> well well okay all right charlie close this out let's all see right. what you got yeah i mean sting he's got a, he's got a lot on his plate right now i mean he's still wrestling uh, he, he, he did he have pro- more on his plate uh, before the Hogan match, like a bunch on his plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, he probably can still wrestle, probably because he didn't uh, join a bodybuilding federation and puff himself up full of roids, but that, that's that's fine. Um, Sting, he, I mean, he repelled from a freaking helicopter, guys. Like, do I need to say more than that in my closing statement? Like, I, yeah, I don't, and, and I don't he, think... He, I don't think Lex was as versatile as you're making him out to be. I've watched many Lex Luger matches, and they are a lot of a lot of them are the same. Um, and I, I, you know, I think we can connect on that. They're both friends, these two wrestlers, and they're both good buddies. And I think they both turned to God and found God, which is great. Uh, respect Lex as a person, but I think that staying just in all measurable categories, which is like look, promo, in ring. Um, you know, he, he, he beat, uh, if you rate him on a one to 10 scale, he's beating Lex in all of those categories. Not only, all, I think all with, of them. on all of them. Torch work ability. <laughs> yeah. You had us, he had a cool submission and he had a slam move, which is, so he could beat people multiple ways. Whereas Lex, I guess only had the torture rack. And if that didn't work out, he would just try forearms, which was, uh, pretty boring to watch and uh he just looked like a dinosaur oh, out up. there how many times did he save america <laughs> all right case closed <laughs> all right well oh i didn't even mention that up. i didn't even mention that uh because that i didn't mention it because that time is well, up. well <laughs> that wasn't well received and then they didn't give him the belt because they're like oh i, I am asking like for an additional one minute for us just to fucking argue about this all right <laughs> All right, here. Just argue listen. about that point okay. about why they they built him up for a summer and then they said no, he's not connecting and he's not going to get the belt in WWF. Why did that happen? He's not connecting with the fans. Times, yeah. How, oh, hang on. So so Sting, <laughs> Sting, like he he definitely came into the WWE. And what happened in his WrestleMania match? 
That's right. He lost. He lost the Triple H. That was just a showcase match. No, no that like, was a shoot. Was just, that was a shoot. It was a shoot. <laughs> and, and once again, uh, politics. Once again, politics. That's hang not on, hang on. And another he's thing, he's a team forgot, player. He's a team one player. thing I forgot to bring up as well. Uh, who made the pin when they won the WCW Tag Team Titles? Wasn't Sting. It was Lex. So Lex pretty much carried Sting the whole time <laughs> okay. uh, as, as a partner. And uh, also, like, I, di- I didn't want to have to bring this up, but like... Oh, no. Sting is an ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? You brought up a couple things that I think need to be fact-checked. I think you're sort of spitting out some fake news there, Mike. Uh, possibly. <laughs> possibly. Well, Mike, I think you did a really good job. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and I appreciate you competing with me, and I'm very sorry that you lost. <laughs> Next time you take Bret Hart, and I will take literally anyone else. No. We'll have we'll, GPA. We got to have GPA on to, to do the defending of Bret Hart. But I think you got a career in this, and in uh, – in these wrestling debates. So maybe we'll do another one in the future. I'm I'm like like I want to go to bed, but I'm like pretty heated right now. <laughs> like I'm I'm angry. Show is canceled on Saturday. In, in like, fairness, in fairness, I did write down bullet points yesterday. See, that's that's the, the thing. I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't know. I just needed a refresher. I just need a refresher, Mikey. But yeah, I, I feel yeah, like yeah, my of course. points were still we're still winning points. And, and and Chris, I don't know if you noticed, but like all those things he brought up about Sting, those are the only interesting things about Sting. And he probably had to do research for like two to three days. No, I, knew that stuff. I, knew I mean, I, I everyone knows like, those uh, things. I, there's like a file with three pages of bullet points here. <laughs> well, I did write down some things that you might say. Oh my here. goodness, he <laughs> cheated. You cheated. I still won and you cheated. That's no, awful. no. We'll put it. We'll put it to the fans. We'll let them decide. Okay. All right. Yes. We'll put so. it to the fans. But I think uh, at the end of the day, the the fans, if they attend BLP this yes. Saturday at Bearwind, yes, they come say winners. hi. <clears throat> say hi. Enjoy the show. It's a great venue. Um, and get a picture I, with Too Cold. There you go. That's uh. Uh, Mikey, thank you so much for joining us. But uh, yeah, blpberwin.com. And, yes, uh, for tickets. And if you like wrestling autographs, uh, I have a Facebook group called Southern Wrestling Autographs. Make sure you guys join that group. I do auctions a couple times a week. So yes. Wow. Awesome. Dang, that's a couple times a week. That's a lot. He's deep in the autograph game. I'm impressed. Yes, yes. All right, guys. I'm going to bed. Um <laughs> Okay. I will. Uh, yes, talk thank to you, guys. you, Mikey. All right, thank you. Feel free to. We can close out. Feel free to log off if you need to. Oh, thank you. yes, thank. Please do, do not. I'm going to listen to this. Do not bury me when I. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be like, oh my god, what a piece of shit. All right, all right. Yeah, you've been you great, later. dude. You've been great. All right, thank you. All Appreciate right, you. Bye. Take care. Oh god, that was fun. <laughs> he was no, getting no. so pissed. <laughs> Hey, I mean, from an outsider looking in here, I'm not, you know, biggest fan of of either. But it, it was cool to see the back and forth. Um, I'm not a. Yeah. I want to point out, I'm not a Luger hater, but I I just felt like there was just been a lot of slander online, and I felt and I felt like this is like this hey. this was just the right format to do this, and we just need to get it out of our system. You know, we've come to an agreement now. I think that I want. That's right. <laughs>
So yeah, no, I think I think we all win just by being able to witness that debate. And uh, I mean, again, it was you know an idea that you know you had obviously uh, because Mikey's a good follow, and we get a lot. He has a great follow there. on Twitter. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> this might, like you said, you know, you you called out GPA. GPA has to come in and defend uh, <laughs> Bret Hart. So we'll see if that happens. Maybe a hard. Ver- I think Bret Hart versus Sting would be really tough. Um, because I obviously I think Bret Hart has had a well, it, I think the WWE and the WWF mountain mm-hmm. is a little bit higher in terms of like people's view. And like people could argue WCW, WWF, but like people that's one company still going and it resonates on the top of people's minds usually. And like Bret Hart climbed that mountain several, several times. So I think that would be a very, very hard debate to do like i think there's there's i think there's everyone's very hot or cold with bret hart i'm actually mm-hmm. might be the only one of the people that's got kind of in the middle you maybe yeah, i'm sort middle, of in between too yeah but yeah. i feel like there's people that i would like to see mikey and gpa go at for, versus bret hart stinks or bret hart was great i think hey, if anybody's a diehard rock fan I'm, I'm taking stone cold and <laughs> we can fight that one out man people i think people i that one's really tough because like growing up you didn't know when they put when they wrestle each other wrestlemania people were like oh my god i'm so torn you know i don't know mm-hmm. who to who to cheer for um that would be that would be fun they're just you we could go on for hours about like all the stuff that they've done so for sure but uh charlie it's time to close us out uh we need to get this episode out the door uh blp this upcoming saturday once again Get your tickets at what is that? BLPBearwin.com. And uh yeah, man, it, this was fun. This was so much fun. I'm glad to have Mikey on. He's he's a he's a great dude. And like we had all had very, I think, just some a little rapport before this, and he ended up being a fantastic guest. So yes, BLPBerwin.com. Give them a shot. It's a great venue, you know that. And uh man, I, I, I'm a little sweaty now from that debating. So yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, make sure you follow BLP on Twitter at BLabelPro. And as far as us, you can follow us at Two Heels in a Face. That's number two, Heels in a Face, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube as well. You can also check out TwoHeelsInAFace.com for, you know, podcast articles and other articles as well. Um, and hopefully soon uh, we'll, we'll we'll see when, uh, when the stars line up and we can have uh, the Buffet Bracket Champ. Yeah, That's we cool. we have so many people that that we need to have on. Um, so I, I, th- I just expect good stuff. Thank you for following. Thank you for listening. I think there's a lot more to come. And you always use the hashtag Viva La Chico, of course. Absolutely. Viva La Chico. Uh, he's collecting championships now. So uh, support Chico. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Bye. Peace.